section two of birds and all nature volume seven number three march nineteen hundred this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org recording by betty b the peacock with pendant train and rustling wings aloft the gorgeous peacock springs and he the bird of hundred dies whose plumes the dames of ava prize bishop heber it was a saying among the ancients as beautiful as is the peacock among birds so is the tiger among quadrupeds the birds are of many varieties some white others with crests that of thibet being considered the most beautiful of the feathered creation the first specimens were brought to europe from the east indies and they are still found in flocks in a wild state in the islands of java and ceylon the common people of italy describe it as having the plumage of an angel the voice of a devil and the intestines of a thief in the days of king solomon his navies imported from the east apes and peacocks an alien relates they were brought into greece from some barbarous country and that a male and female were valued at a hundred and fifty dollars of our money it is said also that when alexander was in india he saw them flying wild on the banks of the river high Arotis, and was so struck with their beauty that he imposed a fine on all who should slay or disturb them the greeks were so much taken with the beauty of this bird when first brought among them that it was shown for money and many came to athens from surrounding countries to see it it was esteemed a delicacy at the tables of the rich and great and the birds were fatted for the feasts of the luxurious hortensius the orator was the first to serve them at an entertainment at rome and they were spoken of as the first of viands barley is its favorite food but as it is a proud and fickle bird there is scarce any food it will at all times like it lays waste the labors of the gardener roots up the choicest seeds and nips favorite flowers in the bud he requires five females to attend him often more the peahen is compelled to hide her nest from him that he may not disturb her sitting she seldom lays above a dozen eggs which are generally hatched about the beginning of november though the peafowls invariably roost in trees yet they make their nests on the ground and ordinarily on a bank raised above the common level the nest consists of leaves and small sticks from january to the end of march when the corn is standing the flesh is juicy and tender but during the dry season when the birds feed on the seeds of weeds and insects it becomes dry and muscular in some parts of india peacocks are extremely common flocking together in bands of thirty and forty in number covering the trees with their splendid plumage and filling the air with their dissonant voices captain williamson mentions that he saw at least twelve or fifteen hundred from where he stood peacocks are very jealous of all quadrupeds especially of dogs when they are discovered in a tree situated on a plain if a dog is loose and hunts near it the birds will rarely move but will show extreme uneasiness one of these birds in the north of ireland was a curious mixture of cruelty and fun he had four mates but he killed them all successively by pecking them to death 
for what cause no one could ascertain even his own offspring shared the same fate until his owner placed the peafowl's eggs under a sitting hen and forced her to hatch the eggs and care for the young his great amusement was to frighten the chickens there were two iron troughs in which the food for the chickens was placed daily no sooner had they gathered about them when the peacock would erect his train rattle his quills together with that particular rustling sound that is so characteristic of these birds and march slowly towards them the poor little chicks would slowly back away from the troughs as the peacock advanced not wishing to lose sight of the food yet not daring to remain in defiance of their persecutor by degrees he got them all into a corner crouching together and trembling when he would overshadow them with his train place the ends of the feathers against the wall so as to cover them rattle his quills in order to frighten them and then strut off proud of the trick he had played he did not care for the food which he left untouched the peacock's disposition is as variable as that of many other creatures some being mild and good-tempered while others are morose and jealous in the extreme his train though popularly called his tail is in reality composed of the upper tail coverts which are enormously lengthened and finished at their extremities with broad rounded webs or with spear-shaped ends the tail feathers are of a grayish-brown color seven or eight inches in length and can only be seen when the train is erected that being its appointed task the female is much smaller than her mate and not nearly so handsome the train being almost wanting and the color ashy brown with the exception of the throat and neck which are green the peacock lives about twenty years and the beautiful variegated plumage of the male's train appears about the third year after birth End of section 2